Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Marketing in Times of Crisis. And I'm your host, Iowa Bass, and today it's Monday, the 28th of September. My guest today is Dara Hearn, who heads up the global communications team at Make Architects. In this episode, we touch on Dara, Dara's reflections on Make's unique approach to communications and why stories are so important to them. She also looks at the importance of being an employee and trust on the practice and it, how that influences all that they do. She also touches on consistency and why it's so important when it comes to communications. It's a really interesting chat, so I really do hope that you enjoy it. Anyway, don't forget to subscribe and do rate and leave us a review because it really does help us to spread the word. Anyway, happy listening. Hi, Dara. Thanks so much for coming onto the show. Um, Can you introduce yourself and your role at Make, please? Hi, I am. It's great to be here. Um, I'm Dara Harn, and I am Global Head of Communications at Make Architects. And in terms of Make and your setup in terms of a comms team, your setup's a bit different from the norm. Um, can you explain a little bit about how you work? Sure. Um, I'm very lucky, uh, and I know that, to know uh, that I have such a great team, a really strong, dedicated, highly skilled team. And that's quite unusual to have more than one or two people. I realize that. So we cover internal and external communications, um, engagement at all levels. Um, We cover all things digital. So, you know, internal and external. So an intranet, our internet, all of our digital channels from um, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Flickr, you name it. Um, And we also have, yeah, (laughs) we've got most of them. Um, We also um, cover uh, media, obviously, traditional PR, media and relations, uh, thought leadership, and also... Uh, we we have writer a writer and a proofreader editor, which we 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 think is a very important part of the team. Yeah, no, I think it's very important that you have people who can basically write content across the piece, isn't it? Sure, so, so important yeah. these days and tell those stories. Um, in terms of kind of strategic campaigns and what you've got going on at the moment, what sort of things are you kind of look, what's on the horizon for you and your team? What's on the horizon? We've we've got a really healthy calendar of um, uh, activity and a news grid that we we plan out every year. We're agile enough to be able to flex when we need to and change things um, up and around. But our strategic strands are Future Spaces Foundation, the Architecture Drawing Prize, and our Exchange Series, which uh, established over over the years from 2013 for the Future Spaces Foundation to only two years ago for the the Exchange Series. Can you tell me more about your kind of brand and what makes you stand out from the competition? Because I think you've got quite a distinctive brand in terms of everything you do and the the nature and quality of it. Oh, thank you. Um, It's good to hear. So, you know, you're constantly looking at others and looking at yourselves. We we try not to navel gaze. Um, The brand is strong, I believe, because we, well, in terms of its visual identity, we chose strong colours. Uh, back yeah. in the day. So red, black and white, uh, the logo is a strong logo. We refreshed in 2015. Um, there was slight tweaks to the logo, but in terms of our um, how we st- stand out from the competition, that's an interesting question because um, I always look at the competition and think, God, they do that really well. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> From our perspective, we try to do things as well as we can and we never we never overpromise and underdeliver. We really try to make sure that what we say is true, accurate, authentic. Yeah. We don't 
generally blow our own trumpet. We just try to share our stories. Um, and uh, from a brand perspective as well, from a communications side of life, in looking at the future, the vision is always a proactive moving thing. It's inspirational and aspirational. So our vision, for example, is to design the best buildings, places and spaces in the world. That's yeah. a very big statement. And with that, it's not it's not an arrogant statement. It's a it's a continual improvement statement. So if we don't have that vision, uh, we don't want to ever do anything that's mediocre. You know, we want to make sure that we're always striving to meet that or raising our game all the time. So whether that's new technologies, whether that's embracing, yeah. you know, 3D. 3D printing or VR or, you know, all of the other um, assets that we have within the business, it's it's very um, important that we're not getting out of bed for anything less, that everybody has the same um, desire to to strive for that, for that and to, to, to reach those things, even though they're kind of a continual improvement thing. Every time we do- That must be very open, right? I mean, it mm. seems like a very open approach, isn't it? Because you must be open to new things. That's totally, totally. Doing, yeah. So, you know, just because we've, you know, we've designed, a, you know, the latest project, whether it's a, a, you know, commercial office, whether it's a hotel, you know, or a small pavilion, it doesn't really matter. We we then say, right, great. Okay. On to the next one now, but how do we make, how do we improve on what we've just d- done? And then we try to yeah. share the learning, obviously, back into, back in, back into the practice. Um, and it's a continual journey then it's you know it, it doesn't it, it never ends it's that kind of trajectory of a line kind of vibe you know that it's trying to always striving to do better we're always striving to do the right thing and that's not always possible because it depends on the parameters that you have and external forces you know and cost implications so um we we believe in what we do and we're all signed up to it. But the, the other thing is that we're employee-owned. And when Ken Shuttleworth founded the business in 2004, um, that was a real point of difference then. You know, an awful lot of other architectural practices have, have come on board with employee ownership in part yeah. or full. Um, but the way that Ken set up the business then was that it was absolutely wholly 100% employee owned. So you haven't, he hasn't had to go through or the business hasn't had to go through any kind of, you know, difficult times where, you know, the partners have to be bought out and how do you carve up shares? Yeah. It is, and it's wholly owned in a trust as well. So we can't be sold and we can't be bought. Equally, there isn't Ken Shuttleworth's name, you know, Shuttleworth and Partners, Shuttleworth and Sons, whatever. <laughs> There's nothing. It's just Make. So his vision was very, very clear um, when he left Foster's to set up Make. It was very, he wanted to do something different. Yeah. He wanted to uh, ensure that everybody had a stake um, in what they do and that everybody got credit. As, as that's hugely important as well, that everybody got credit and thanks for everything they did. And and that even goes back to, you know, the first, you know, the first year, the first make make party. It wasn't just about, you know, um, whereas a lot of business have client parties and it's all about business development. There's mm. obviously that has to be in there somewhere. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> it's expensive, very expensive <laughs> large bar bill, you know. So, but, but part of it was, you know, to say thank you because he's so appreciative of all the help he's had along the way and that that is inherent in the business you know we're all um you know striving to do the right thing is is about how we engage with ourselves and how we engage with others you know it's it's our you know everybody has a bit of this skin in the game because they feel 
the ownership of, of it, it and they're part of it yeah yeah and, and also there's a there's an there's an incredible uh list of benefits as well benefits package um you know if there's profit it goes back to everybody you know even yeah. if you're a contractor working for six months in the business if you were there that year you get a yeah you know well you know everybody gets gets a little bit of something if there's anything and you're to all give. recognized for your input yeah all recognized every architect gets gets named um you know from a promotional perspective you know when we do any any publication anything everybody gets credited and even you know all of our collaborators get credited so part of part of us is knowing um in us striving to deliver the best places and spaces we have a very strong network of professionals that we work with yeah. so we know that we don't know know everything so you know from from the best consulting engineers through to you know specialist facade specialists through to you know economists, everything that we need to tap into, we will tap into and we will collaborate freely and openly with everybody, including other architects. And that's, that's, I think, um, I think what people say about it is, and it's very, from the outside looking in, what I hear is really good because it plays back to us what we believe in and therefore what we hope our brand is communicating. And our so brand, your brand represents everything, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. But our people represent the brand, you know, so everybody is a maker. Yep. Everybody is, you know, engaged in, you know, with with that understanding that they're part of everything and everything they contribute has a has a has an impact. Um it's a democratic design process too, you know, which is quite unusual. Yep. And um so for example, unlike other and I've worked in many other places, Arup and Atkins and you know, Environ, Environmental Consultancy, all fabulous places, but make is really quite unique. I've never worked anywhere quite as unique as it and the way to try to convey that is that when you walk through the door you kind of get that sense of it you know it's and and my job and my team's job is to make sure that uh, when we communicate and how all the channels we use and you know in terms yeah. of our thought leadership and thinking and, and foundation as well is that um we try to replicate or reflect or mirror that you know, so there's a warmth and there's an approachability when you walk into the studio, which is which is quite hard sometimes when you're walking into <laughs> onto a page, isn't it? Well, you know it is, you know. But everybody <laughs> says it. Wow, down to you know uh, our front desk, which is the security, down through yeah. to the reception, and and we have to you have to descend into our London studio, which is quite a, a negative thing to do. You know, m- mostly you descend to places, so it's a little bit daunting when you walk down our ramp. And then you, you open into this, you know, a converted car park, essentially, is what it was, our, yeah. our London HQ. Um, but there is a warmth there and, and there's a friendliness and, and approachability. And, and that, I think that that's another part of who we are, you know, and that's what our brand does represent and try to reflect is we're slightly, we're a little bit of a different type of practice where we're um, approachable. But I think as well, with our d- democratic design process, it's also a democratic business in that um, our core teams, which is all of the all of the teams that that help manage and support and run the business, from you know our studio management front of house through to IT finance, uh, communications. Nearly forgot us. Um, you know all of <laughs> you. you know all of the people that that come together. Our visualizers. You know that that. We work as one team and we have yeah. this one make ethos. Stop me if I'm talking too much. Sorry. No, 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 no. This is interesting. The one make ethos is that, you know, it's not just, we don't, 
we don't try to enforce anything around the world, but actually we work as one studio, which sounds bizarre, but we've got a, we've got studios in, in Sydney, Sydney, Hong Kong and London. The fact that we happen to be HQ'd in London just happens to be where we're he- yeah. headquartered. We don't have uh, independent uh, hubs running with a couple with the, just the brand. It is actually wholly all one one I think business. I read. I think I read that you choose when it comes to projects, you choose the best people for the job, regardless of where they're actually based. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, that was quite unique. I thought, mm. just in terms, of, I looked at it and went, "Oh," because that doesn't happen that often. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, a lot of people probably say that, but we actually do it um, because you know, for for London, some we we it from. In Sydney, we um, when we established the business, there was a lot of, of um, people based in London that wanted to go out, so that was fine. Yeah. Uh, there was also local recruitment, likewise in Hong Kong. Um, but because of that, there's an understanding and uh, strong relationships already in place. So working across, you know, time boundaries isn't an issue when um, when it's a big project. Mm. So we pull the best people with the best um, skill set or the best experience. Um, for the job onto the projects, you know, so that, so we, we actually do what we say, which is really important. And it comes back to our brand and it comes back to, if you like, the, the role of the comms team or how we communicate is that yeah. um, we would never say something we couldn't do because the worst kind of comms and the worst kind of marketing is, you know, you know, look <laughs> at all the fiascos over time with Johnson's pulling back, pulling baby products off the shelves. But, you know, there has to be trust. And I think there is that with us we've done over the years as well a number of you know client satisfaction um surveys and feedback sessions and and you know media as well media audits and um the same thing kind of comes through that people get that we're kind of a great place to work and understand that you know we're we're authentic, I guess. I know that's an overused yeah. word at the moment, but you know it is true. You know, we say, yeah, we say, we say what we do, and we do what we say, and we we try yeah. to live up to what we do say because it's not about you know. We've never been interested necessarily in uh, you know column inches or PR for PR sake. Um, yeah. It has to be worth something and has to be saying something really. Um, so, and in terms of lockdown, I mean, what's, what have, have you changed what you've been doing marketing communication wise? Or, I mean, obviously everyone's working from, oh, I had to work from home mm. and before, you know, just coming back into studios or whatever, or going back again as we're going, yeah, don't go into the office. Well, you're um, kind of confused which way we go. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'm um, happy and happy. Make decision. A leg um, <laughs> <laughs> But overall during lockdown, I mean, in terms of the types of activities and what you were doing marketing wise, what, or comms wise, what changed for you guys? Um... There's a there's a paradigm shift, I, I think, but we've been trying to get to that place for a little while and in really uh, embracing uh, the digital space and the digital world. You know, we've yeah. we've we've got really strong publications. Um, yeah, your publications are beautiful. Oh, thank <laughs> like, you. That's every great. year yeah. when I've had them, I'm always yeah. like, oh, the annual. It's lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it's always be, but you always get humour into stuff, which I always find is really hard to do in terms of a print card publication. Mm. But you manage to get your your personality into it and now I know how hard that is to do so I think the fact that you actually get humor into it you can see personalities of people on the page Mm. and I think that's just so hard to do yeah it is it is hard to do so we're we're being being locked down our program of work continued because we had um in planning so we've got this massive 
uh, calendar of activity and, and, you know, news grids and, yeah. you know, we've got all of the social media channels, but also our, our main uh, strategic bodies of work needed to continue, you know, planning yeah. for the next thing for the Future Spaces Foundation. Uh, we managed to release, although, you know, digitally instead of in print form, um, our next um iteration on the exchange program which is around education and research yeah i saw that yeah yeah so um we had to shift very quickly from doing the publication style you know it's a whole different way a program of of work and how you think about things to yeah. morph it into a more digital based um layout and format and then how would we make it slightly different to our existing blog program and blog blog series mm. um so our thinking had to shift and change not not least because we were when we would launch an exchange uh if you like a theme we would have it in a you do try traditional event you know whether it's a panel event or there's drinks whether it's yeah. you know you read the book blah when all of that went out the window um we also pulled the annual print run because just as we were we were a bit late this year our annual kind of annual goes from january to march uh, yeah. <laughs> of the previous year uh, but that's within our own gift i guess you know but yeah. um we were it was literally about to print literally about to print well that was it i mean yeah. i had people asking me yeah. to do brochures and i was like where would you send them? Yeah, where would you send them? Why would anybody want them? Um, so we were literally, it was on the press. Like literally they were about to, they were, like it was all laid out and the team were in the printers. <laughs> and we were, oh, then we have to pull it. And yeah. we pulled it because we were just about to hit lockdown and we were trying to figure out, we did a smaller, we reduced the print run significantly. Um, and we just thought, okay, we, we will get a number in, we will keep them in the studio. Um, let's I hold on to them. Way. Let's see what's happening here. So our two weeks, initially people think, oh, two weeks lockdown, a month lockdown turned into something more. So we were trying to think ahead. We're also trying to think about, you know, in terms of timing, us releasing an annual, which is our look at your, our reflection of the of a of a year, past, yeah. Yeah. past looking a bit to the future, and suddenly this this incredible thing is happening across the world. The pandemic has hit, and nobody really truly believes it. You know, yeah. every country is falling like a domino, and we're all thinking, is, is this really happening? And then yeah. suddenly we're about to release an annual, <laughs> and it's going to be posted posted out, and it's going to land in hard copy, and people's just going, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come in six months later and I pick up your annual, right? Because yeah. yeah. I'm in the office. But it's, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Wow. I mean, it's a thing of beauty and it's lovely, but. but I know, you know. It's all your stuff is. <laughs> so <laughs> then what we, we wanted to do then was to release, because there was a lot of really, this last year's uh, annual was really looking at um, the rigor and the process behind the projects and behind. The biz, you know, the practice, yeah. because, you know, we're always promoting the projects, but actually, and if some of the people, but, you know, not really, you know, what goes on behind the scenes. So the, we, we were able to release that in a digital form and just just to celebrate the people, our people, which are who are our makers are amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, so through lock, going back to the question, like through lockdown, we shifted and changed how we do things, but we still continued with our program. Um, we, we were very... Um, conscious and sensitive towards what we were releasing because you know through all of it everybody's just in everybody's sitting at their kitchen tables or half a desk yeah. you know and everybody's <laughs> home life is different you know from some of our younger younger team members and architects who might be in house shares yeah. you know through to people people sharing literally sharing the kitchen table with kids and partners and spouses and dogs and cats just crazy <laughs> crazy times um 
but fantastic as well because because the this I hope this this sounds okay, but the the real make spirit is there, and it it, it, it was certainly prevalent, and certainly we we thought, whoa, the one make ethos that we have yeah. shone through like no other time, and uh, In what we, way? Well, just how people came together, how people worked so hard, so had to adjust to to different ways of working, you know, in between either deliveries or, you know, kids screaming tantrums, blue murder because they don't (laughs) want to do their homework or the homeschooling has gone wrong through to, you know, uh, Wi-Fi not strong enough. But but with that, that kind of true camaraderie and and, uh, trusting relationships and everybody just pulling together. It was quite phenomenal. So we 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 have every Friday a Friday Live, which is what we call Friday Live. Um, yeah. and it's five five PM. We down tools, we pick up mics and we we pick up drinks first and the odd uh, now socially acceptable crisps. <laughs> Were they not so, before? Well, well, no, we had, we, yeah, uh, we was kind of with those at that age old problem, like double dipping, you can't, so everything has to be. Oh, yeah, you can't. <laughs> You've got to have your own bag now. Yeah, so <laughs> we were kind of at that point as well with the nuts with the, the bowls and the, and the, and the spoons. I digress, sorry. But the, the point was that you, you, um, it's our internal thing, you know, and it's yeah. where you have a drink, it's where, you know, there's some, internal chats and presentations, what's going on, progress updates, uh, snapshots, anything to share, you know, anything from an IT. tons to share though. Oh, loads to share, yeah. It Always. must have been like, you know, what people's experiences were, but also to have the familiarity must have been mm. lovely. Well, but sometimes, you on know. On that Friday, yeah, yeah. that's what we'll be doing regardless. But that's that must, it. Even if yeah. everyone's at home, right? Mm. Oh, so, so that was the interesting thing is how do you get people... <laughs> <laughs> all of us, all 130 odd or 20 odd that we have in the London studio online at the same time at five o'clock without us all combusting. You know, so <laughs> that was actually Connie Suffren's role. I love Connie. Her job. She, but she just figures this stuff out. She's just amazing. So, so, um, <laughs> Several years ago, when we came up with the Friday Live concept, we always did Friday, you know, Friday presentations. There was always drinks on a Friday, so yeah. so originally we decided, okay, let's have a running order. Let's go through our live projects, and for everybody just to stand up, say, okay, quick, anybody got a picture? Two hundred forty word type of vibe, you know, like a tweet. So yeah. it's kept short and it's admin light. But you and I know, Io, that there's nothing in the, you know, when you're either into anything to do with communications, nothing admin light. Because no. you have to do the research and do the thinking and try to pull it together in order for and it to reassure like whoever's talking or needs to supply the information mm. as well. It's yeah. not even just finding the information; it's that as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And then prodding and saying, "Well, I'm too busy, or I don't want to," you know. So all of that is like, <laughs> "Please don't make me." You know, really, I'm really nervous. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've long, long since established this, and and you know, uh, Connie's on the on the MC. Uh, Connie's the MC on the mic. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pulling this incredible thing together and we now do it on an international basis as well so three times a year we pull together sydney hong kong and london and we share progress uh we try to talk about, about the, all of the projects that have been a collaborative process which most of them are across yeah. the across the uh the geographies you know um so friday live virtual it was we called it what do we call VLI? No, VLI. Virtual Friday Live. Yeah. And you just, so everybody would grab their drinks and sit down and have videos on. 
And we'd all start chatting. Well, it would then so whoever was presenting would be presenting and share screen. And yeah. then you have everybody on the chat going, that's brilliant. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's amazing. And everybody's having the chat as people oh, are presenting. Yeah. And and we did um, from the bunker series. So we started Ken with um, his video from the bunker, the first one, hashtag from the bunker, uh, <laughs> literally his bunker. Because <laughs> we were all in our own bunkers <laughs> and and we, we started it that way and, and it continued. So now we have a mix of... Um, we managed to do Friday Live, two two international Friday Lives, uh, and the last one was last was the eighteenth, yeah. and just before we were told everybody needs to work from home again. So we 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 managed to do uh, probably the more more people in the studio, all social distanced, because yeah. we did all of COVID COVID compliant stuff back in the middle of July. Um, so the studio has been open. In London since yeah. since then, so that people needed to go in, they could, you know, because there's a lot of, you know, you have to think about well-being and mental health and, Hugely. you know, all Huge. of that stuff, considerations for people's different, differing circumstances. So anyway, but this last Friday Live, because there's only three we can do with it, given we need to bring in Australia and Hong Kong within a decent time, time, yeah. you know, day, day or night. Um, so... That was amazing. It was one of the best ones we've had. We were technically challenged because we needed to do online everybody. Then that's a lot, yeah. Then yeah, all yeah, the uh, anyway. It was it was absolutely brilliant. But it must Just, have been really nice in terms of solidarity and bringing everyone together, right? Because mm. that was the thing. And and I guess it's we're all facing the global pandemic, so the experiences in Sydney are going to be very different to Hong Kong and all yeah. The stuff well, if anything, Hong Kong as well, right? You know, Hong Kong. Um, you know, political uh, things going on there at the moment aside, yeah. they're in their kind of the fifth spikes. They're coming through it every time. So, are they really? you know, if that, you look to wow. the future, we we can see only already within our own practice how there's light at the end of the tunnel. And we're going yeah. into a second a second spike here, but there's a, there's a light. You know, we, we just need to all stay safe, do the right thing, you know, support each, yeah, yeah. each other, you know, not be selfish when it comes to masks or hand washing or health or, you know, distance and all that stuff. Yeah. And and do just pull together really to do the best that we can. So um, that was that was awesome. Our Friday Live International was really, really good. Um, now we're going to probably be going back into a little bit of, a few in the studio, a few, and then the rest all the rest was all be online. Um, you know, so it's yeah. Uh, but going back into you know uh, what we changed and what we do, digital has to be first now. So we yeah. need to speed up what we do, how we do it, how slickly we do it. Um, we've won projects through lockdown. Um, we, which was incredible. Um, yeah like big projects through lockdown. And that's a testament to the amount of work that everybody did at, you know, kitchen tables or hanging out windows trying to get Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> but but then obviously you're limited to the recipient, to so your audience. Where are they? What bandwidth do they have? And that's the thing is like, yeah. And, and actually that's interesting. I mean, how have you found finding your audience and actually, I guess, communicating with them externally? So I guess we've covered a lot of the internal and how make, the makers work and all of that. But actually mm. working with your clients, how have you found that? How have you marketed to them? What have, are there particular things you've done? Um, we've we've done some interesting things, but, you know, our, our ongoing, our channels are there all the time. So, you know, we kind of, we monitor the airwaves. We've got yeah. um, our strongest channels, I guess, would be Twitter, Instagram. We're getting trying to get better at Instagram all the time and LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, but 
in terms of but what we're saying, yeah, we have always, yeah, always. Yeah. We've um, we've continued our blog series. We decided to to continue to um, launch this year another year of the drawing prize, the architecture drawing prize with Sir yeah. so John Stones. Um, so. Um, in terms of the relationships with our existing clients, that's always been ongoing daily. Um, and I think we just maintained our presence without, you know, obviously, as I said, mentioned earlier, being sensitive to what's going on at the same time. We then tried to, 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 we heard from our clients that, you know, everybody is trying to make sense of uh, the impact of COVID on design and on certain sectors. So we did a little bit of thinking around those issues and we've a little bit like most people did, you know, uh, post COVID what's coming, what's coming for hotels, what's coming for, you know, all the sectors, where's the office market going to be? Um, and we, we kind of pulled all that together internally. Um, that was just as much as anything, just to give, um, a little bit of comfort and and to to help some clients. Um, the rest, I guess, is we stopped. Well, obviously, we weren't going to have our usual our usual client party. But you know, the difficulty I think is getting less is more. Do you know yep. that 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 concept of um, even down to you know understanding the client's bandwidth in terms of you know things need to be sixteen by nine screen screen resolution, but actually some people are sitting off the cotswolds. You know they could be sitting yeah, wherever yeah, they're yeah, sitting yeah. and have very little um, either strength in Wi-Fi and. So, so if you send something that's massive, you're just going to crash their whole can't system. Can't do it. So that's been yeah. a real learning curve for us. You know, the digital world. You know, as you say. Um, what a picture tells a thousand words. So mm. a moving image and a movie or a film or, a, you know, an animation and all the rest tells 10,000, 100,000. You know, then you get there quicker. But actually, if people don't have the bandwidth, they can't download it. They can't see it. It just, it just, uh, <laughs> just as my daughter it says, it glitches. Yeah. It's glitchy. Yeah. You know, so 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 we've had to scale back and be very, very succinct about what it is we, we, we want to say and how we choose to say it. So we're looking at the brand at the moment. We're having a bit of a brand evolution. Um, we're looking at our annual at the moment. We're looking at, you know, yeah. um, how we do things differently without losing the essence of what It's probably a really are. good discipline to do that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, actually, how do you simplify stuff down to the, you know, the core? What's actually really necessary here? It's in, so well, it's in very, ways, it's it is key. interesting. It's very interesting because you know uh, less is more. But how do you get how you get to less takes a lot of more. It takes oh, yeah. a lot of thinking. <laughs> you know to scale something down to not to lose its purpose, its principle, or you know what it is that you're really trying to say, either visually or through copy. It's that's very hard. You know, it's, it's really like, hard. It's it like is because then you're going yeah yeah. Editing words down, I always find quite hard. Just yeah. putting them on the page is fine. It's, it's <laughs> the simplicity as well. And it's, you know, it's like when you think about the, the best strategies are always the simplest, but it takes a lot of effort by a lot of people to get to that simple strategy. You know, you think, oh, that was easy. They just pulled that out of the bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. You know, I'm thinking of other other brands, you know, it's that kind of... Um, so easy. So easy. But to 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 to... To know that people are walking away and actually have absorbed that bit that you're trying to get across and then trying yeah. to get to the point where you're trying to get across to that particular segment or that particular audience is just, yes, it's, it's all, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. is hard. Yeah. 
Um, in terms of the kind of make approach kind of to comms and being authentic mm. and being consistent, what do you think other practices can learn from what you do? Oh, wow, that's a big question. It is. People learn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what could they learn? I, yeah, because I, I think there's an ethos of what runs through what you do, but also it's, you know, I guess there is, not everyone's going to have a team your size, no, to be honest. No, it's true. But if you boiled it down, what things are your team delivering that actually people could copy or emulate? Or you know what I mean? Take 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 on board. That would be um, everybody is um, very skilled. They're very committed to make, and make is yeah. very committed to them. So um, I guess we we have a plan. We try to stick with it, but we're. As a whole business, if you like, as a whole practice, we're small enough and we have the right the right uh, mindset that we can be agile, flexible and fluid as we need to be. So, yeah. but also our, our own, um, if you like, deadlines and timelines are created by ourselves so that we can take action very quickly and change things out slightly. Um, I think we, we all need to be flexible and I think we need to be looking ahead always. Um, you know, reflecting reflecting who we are, we try not to look backwards. We try to look, look not just in the present, but to the future. Everything that we've done makes us who we are, but actually how do we continue to evolve as a team, but as a business? What are the skill set? How do we keep abreast of all that's going on? When you look at technology, when you look yeah. at, you know, how, how fast AI is coming through, Massive, you yeah. know, VR, all of the rest. How do we um, stay in touch, but also trying to keep a, a cutting edge or be innovative? And I think that's that's partly true. Every single one of my team is brilliant. Um, and it's not my team, it's we're, we're our team. Um, we're Make's team. Um, and we're all striving towards the same thing, you know. Um, and I think that's really important. I, I think what Make does and what we do generally is is there's a huge support mechanism, yeah. a huge uh, trust and faith. Uh, when the chips are down, that's where Make really comes to the fore, you know, from an eternal basis, you know. Mm. Um, it's just, you know, what I said earlier, it's really quite unique. It is quite unique because, because Ken and... Um, you know, our senior leadership all have that ethos. It comes from the heart. It doesn't come from, you know, having a strategy or tactics or, you know, no, here's our strategy, here's our, here's our policy, truth, yeah. here's our internal policy or plan. <laughs> you know, it's more about, um, it's hearts and minds. And, you know, from a that's from a people perspective. It's yeah. trying to do, you know, the best by each other, for each other, for the client and then for, you know, I hate to say it for the planet, you know. So when you when you when we're, we're put it all together, it makes it, it quite powerful. It could sound very cheesy, but actually, it's really true. And yeah. um, it's it's a really yeah. I don't know if that's any good to anybody else, but it's just just it is, how yeah. we do. So um, yeah, I, we've never been we've never really been ones for a, you know, this is how we should do things. This is what we, this is what we believe we should be doing. This is what we think we could do. Let's go and try it. And it's like, you know, the vision that can, you know, um, as we started out in 2004, said, so, you know, the vision to design the best buildings, places yeah. and spaces in the world, that, that is, that applies to everybody in the business and the practice, you know, it's like why we have a brilliant finance team, you know, brilliant IT team. Everybody is actually, you know, why limited to design? Everybody needs to be 
thinking it. of that vision yeah. and pushing ourselves. Yeah. Why would we have anything? Why would we ever do but anything that's mediocre? exciting though, because I think quite often you can get things where it's like, oh, we've always done it this way. Yeah, no, we and don't then, do that. And then you have that, I guess, inertia, right? Mm. <laughs> Just like, oh, we've always done this. We know we've always done these print publications. Mm. It's like, yes, they're beautiful, but but right now you can't do them. So what's next? Well, then and that, like, yeah, you're kind exactly. of forced, aren't yeah. you? And, yeah. and, and, and actually going, okay, now we actually do need to apply this to a digital context. How are we going to do it? And I think... And then looking at what you can push, but not too crazy so that people can't download it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so massive. Yeah. But, and that's the challenge, I guess, is how do you push that, but within a boundary, I guess. With, within way, the right? boundaries, I guess. Yeah, of course, and, and the parameters that we have and our skills that we have. Yeah. Um, within, you know, budget constraints too, because uh, the UK is in a, glo- is in a recession. Yeah. Uh, we've got, you know, the issues of, you know, going into a second spike or, you know, a, a second not so stringent lockdown, but still a lockdown nonetheless, um, yeah. where our clients are at, how we support them. But overall, I think it's um, our our need to stay thinking positively and in the future and aspiring to do, and to do more and yeah. to think, I guess, outside of the box. You know, that was one of the things that really um, always impressed me about Make when I was – when I wasn't here, <laughs> when, I was when you were looking in, going, I, I want to work there. Yeah, it was. You know me. Wow, how do they do that? You know that. God, that's really amazing. They just were so cool. That was so cool. Or yeah. you know, they'd go to Mipham, and they'd have a, a really funky box out of paper. I think what's that? That was their flyer. That was their brochure. You know, <laughs> it was ah, oh, just the 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 creativeness of of the of everyone yeah. is just really fantastic and. When I joined, um, it was really at the forefront of my mind that I, I couldn't I couldn't let that go. You know that I had to keep that going. I had to keep yeah. that, you know, not not dumbed down. I don't mean dumbed down. I mean you know sometimes you can get very corporate. You do things by the book, and you know you have a strategy of your tactics. Yeah, but if you have you know, shareholders. I think that's a slightly different thing. Yeah, right? exactly. So I'd come from Atkins, you know, um, and. Um, and as brilliant as, as Atkins is, and I loved, I loved all my time there. There was a different rigor, you know. There was a different need. There was a different, yeah. uh, diff- different, lots of different things that, yeah, you could still innovate. You could still do really great things, and we did really great things. But I just thought, oh my god, this has to stay fresh. This, ha- you know, make has to stay as cool as it can be. It's cutting yeah. edge, and you know, and I, and I don't know. Sometimes, you know, I think, oh gosh, I hope we've achieved that. You know, we're working now on the brand at the moment. Uh, we're going through a bit of a brand evolution ourselves. You know, we're 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 thinking about um, what it means to us, and how, more importantly, how we convey that externally when everything is different now. Yeah, how yeah. do we continue to? How do we? How do we aspire and inspire? at the same time because nothing stays the same and if anything the pandemic has shown us you know as well as all the global recessions that we've had since 2004 you know um how do you survive how do you how do you stay relevant and how do you stay authentic you know so we've got climate crisis we've got pandemic we've got pandemics um yeah. and we hope this will be the you know once once there's a once we manage to to get through this which we will you know, we then, will. you yeah. know, there probably will be more, but you know, the governments in the world, we would just have to be able to cope and live with things, you know, um, and not manage be, them, yeah. manage them, but not be, not be, not be so scared, uh, and, and burdened with anxiety that we can't move forward. Yeah. 
because everything evolves and shifts and changes. And we just have to stay fluid and stay stay one step ahead, or else stay stay with it and then try to get one step ahead. Um, so 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 yeah. Did that answer any of those any of your questions? I'm not sure I think that it did. It did. <laughs> But don't worry, it was good. Um, <laughs> I come to my final question. What one tip would you give to business leaders about how to market themselves during this current crisis? Um, I would say uh, be very clear about what it is you're trying to convey. Uh, keep it simple, but keep it real. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Marketing in Times of Crisis. If you liked what you heard, please do leave us a review as it helps us to spread the word and for more people to get to hear about us. If you want to know more about things mentioned in the episode, do look at the show notes, which will give you more information about where to find us and also about our show website. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed it and have a great day. Bye. Bye.